0: No, we you know we had a two and the, the year last year. You know, it's not where you line up; it's where you wind up. You know, it's re, it's it's a it's a past now. We got a we got a long way to go. We still have 15 games. Somebody told me we're playing 17 regular season games. And we to play 18 or 19 next year. Who knows? But um, not to be uh, sarcastic, but no, we uh, we want to win this game this week and try to stay in the hunt. This is a Clark Dodgers podcast. What happens in Vegas? Car. with time. What Going happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Runs the Vegas heat since these streets is too cold. Touchdown, Cardale It can't be stopped. For Josh Jacobs. Jacobs with the rock. O line hit the blocks. The Offense zone. off the chain. Defense is ready. ready. Oh, Raider Nation will go just win baby. Right. What Vegas. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? what up what up what up raider nation you are listening to what happens in vegas i'm your host neil maligno i appreciate you guys for joining me today as always the raiders are 2-0 we're feeling good we're feeling real good this is a great start now obviously you know you don't necessarily start or you don't necessarily finish how you start you just heard uh john coach gruden in the intro talking about you know it's not about where you're at right now, it's about how you finish. He's absolutely correct. Um, you know, we've seen these kind of things before <laughs> where we start off hot and things dramatically slow down to the point of a losing season. So we don't want that. But things do feel a little different this year. You know, one of the things that we came out in the offseason talking about was how the Raiders schedule have a tough schedule out the gate. Um that was accurate, but the Raiders start 2 and 0. They beat the Ravens, Monday night football, they beat the Steelers. Two tough teams, two good defenses, um, you know, playmaking quarterbacks. And so the Raiders defense really, you know, held their own. And what we didn't have last year was this defense keeping the offense, you know, not keeping the offense, but like making it so, that, you know, whatever the offense does, the points they score, they make it a good enough game. The defense is keeping them in the game now, so they don't have to score fifty points to win. They don't have to score forty points to win. They can actually score less than thirty points and win, like they did against the Steelers. And that's what this defense is doing. So we'll we'll get into all of this. Um, Number one, like, can we just start with Derek Carr? Can we start with Derek Carr? Like, you're seeing things now, right? Like, people are saying just statistically what he's done so far. He's like in the MVP race to people. Obviously, I don't think there's any way the NFL would ever give Derek Carr MVP. I just don't think that's the way this will work. Uh, there's other quarterbacks who are just high, more highly favored in the public eye and in the NFL eye. It just is what it is. As Raider fans, we've come to understand that. Um, even Raider fans have been frustrated with Carr, and I've talked about it in the past. But this is the first time we're seeing Carr you know, in a system for a few years, the same system, with a real solid defense. Um, it's been a while you know, since we've seen something like this. So we got Carr getting a real opportunity here. Uh, to, you know, to do his thing. I think he's really, really feeling crazy comfortable right now. Um, The adjustments he's making on the fly. And, and, And again, I say the defense is right. I say it's, you know, a few years in the system. I'm not even talking about the fact that the offensive line is having tons of issues. We're not talking about the fact that he was missing Josh Jacobs last week. He's still doing it, though. He's still, you know, making the plays that need to be made. He's he's battling through, you know, hard hits and injuries. He's, you know, making plays to all different players. It's not like he's just honing in on one guy, relying on one guy. And if that guy, you know, doesn't make it happen, then it's all over. No, he he's spreading the ball everywhere, everywhere. So it it it's been a beautiful thing, a beautiful display by Derek Carr. Uh, I'm happy, man. I'm happy that I don't, I don't. I think anyone who's giving Carr shit now at this point, you're just a hater. There's really no other way to go about it. Um, I I love seeing the media show love to him as well. Obviously, you know, you've seen Keyshawn Johnson and stuff saying, like, he would rather have him over Russell Wilson and all that kind of stuff. Clearly, that's debatable. Um, He has his reasons. You can have yours on whatever side you prefer. I'm not really going to get into that. I really don't care. Uh, It's just good to see him getting that kind of love. Um, And you kind of wonder if the offensive line was not – You know this makeshift group, and if everyone was healthy, how much better could he get? Like, could he get much better than this? I don't know, man. I'll take the two wins and the excellent quarterback play, and the the, everyone getting the love. Rugs showed up big again. This is a guy that, as Raider fans, I know we're we're impatient, right? As sports fans, especially Raider fans, especially when you have a team who's been losing for a long time, um, we're impatient. And then, you know, if you're a guy like me and you're playing a lot of fantasy football, DFS, all that kind of stuff, you get impatient with players. Rugs had one season last year he was drafted before players that other people felt he shouldn't have been they still feel that way they should still feel that way um he's dealt with injuries he dealt with the COVID era he's dealt with all this kind of stuff and yet you slam him coming into the season talking about he's a bust that the raiders just can't get a first round draft pick right if rugs can continue to show up and make plays like he did against the steelers he will no longer be looked at as a bust But we have to have consistency. We have to have plays. I want to see him get more involved, like target wise. Like it doesn't have to be a deep pass. You know what I mean? Like let him do his thing across the middle and that kind of stuff. We were seeing we're seeing a little more of that, and it's very obvious that Carr trusts him now. Gruden trusts him, and that's that's gonna be big uh, for Rugs moving forward. Renfro, man, I know we all love Renfro. Third and Renfro, we all know the deal. Like again, the Raiders are two and zero. They've been on TV a little bit, playing some big teams. So. Guys like Hunter Renfro, who as Raider fans, we already knew, you know, what was up. But again, that media, that exposure when the team is winning, cars playing lights out, guys like Renfro were getting, you know, extra love. But he's been doing this dirty work. He's, al- he's always been that since he got here. Um, so to see him still, you know, doing the dirty work, making this offense, you know, just run at, at, a, at, a, at a great clip, you know, like getting the first downs, doing the dirty work, taking the hard hits. I mean, he, he makes it look good and it's always surprising to people. It's always a shock to people because he, he's not this big, you know, physical specimen. He's not this guy who was heralded coming out of college. He's not this guy that when you see him with his helmet off, you're like, yeah, he's a monster. Like he's the opposite of all of that. So it's cool to see him, you know, get that attention. And, you know, again, man, this offense, like one week, it's this guy. One week it's that guy this week. It's the next, you know, these two guys, like it's, it's being proven that this offense is working and the play calling is working and what they've worked on is, is coming together. And it, and I preferably, I mean, I know we all like to have like this star wide receiver or this, you know, Darren Waller is that for us as far as um, on this offense in general, but you know how some teams want to have, you know, two really great wide receivers, all this kind of stuff. Like I, you don't necessarily feel that way yet. And maybe rugs and, and Edwards could become that, but right now we don't have that and it's still working. Like the Raiders are doing this thing where it's like, they're using three tight ends. um, You know, they're throwing to the fullback. They're just doing it differently than everybody else. And I I feel like that kind of plays in our favor. Some people look at it as like, it's a little outdated. It's a little old school, but if the rest of the league isn't doing it, you know, how, how much our defense is really thinking about that kind of defense and preparing for that kind of offense and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think it's a little bit of an advantage. Because teams are forced to focus on what a majority of the league is doing, and the Raiders are kind of a little unconventional right now for uh, you know in comparison to most offenses that you prepare for. So I I, I dig it. Um, no, Jacobs sucks. It's obvious, right? Like it's re- the, the offense is a different offense without Josh Jacobs, and I know we signed Kenyon Drake for a bunch of money, and they recently added Peyton Barber, but it's obvious how different the offense is when Josh Jacobs isn't there. It's very clear. Uh, it doesn't look like he'll be there again this week. I don't believe I'm just, you know, from everything I'm seeing and I'm just taking a guess here. Even if I see, Oh, game time decision, that kind of stuff. I'm just guessing he's not going to play regardless. Um, I don't think he's out yet officially like hundred percent as of this, uh, recording, but he, he may be, um, so you can't bank on him in fantasy. Can't bank on him for the Raiders. Um, we'll see how, you know, if they could, if they can make it work again, but last week they made it work against the Steelers. You know, they just threw the ball a lot more. Um, they got the the running backs going out of the backfield. They're still handing the ball off, and it's a little frustrating when you see it because, like, when they don't get no yards, it's frustrating. You know, no huge plays, no extra effort type of Jacobs plays where you get a bunch of big yards on a big play makes you feel good. They weren't doing that last week. I know it's a little tough of our defense. Um, we'll see, you know, how they do against the Dolphins without Jacobs. And we'll talk about the Dolphins on the next episode. I actually have a, a guest coming on. And we'll talk about the Dolphins Raiders preview, of course, like we did last week with the Steelers. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see how that plays out. The defense is on fire. Just let's move away from the offense for a second. The defense is on fire. It's what's making this offense even better than it is. The, you know, the, the offense gets this break. They get to come in on high spirits, feeling confident after the, you know, the defense is shutting offenses down, you know, doing three and outs. Or making big plays like this. This defense is legit. It's legit. It's very obvious what Gus Bradley and the players they've added how it's changed this defense. And I know we talked about it. Like this defense got simpler probably, and that's the I'm thinking that's the big difference. The 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 fact that it got simpler, easier to digest, easier to execute. These young guys are flourishing in it, and we got just the right mix of vets. Just the right mix of Gus Bradley's guys um, to just make it a well-oiled machine, and it and it and they're flying. And against the Dolphins, I feel real good. I know we got. I know we're gonna talk about it next episode. I can't help it. I get a little anxious. I get a little ahead of myself. Just give me a night. Listen, man. Fantasy wise, get that get that Raiders defense. This is a streaming day for sure coming up. Um, so yeah, I mean, we had to give the coaches, you know, staff props. John Gruden, who people love to bash on. Not Raider Nation, but outside of Raider Nation. They love to bash on him. Well, oh, he's just a TV guy now. Oh, his you know, his coaching is past um the current era of football. Da 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 da. On a short week, early kickoff, John Gruden, Gus Bradley, they had these guys ready. They had him ready. And, and even, you know, we talked about it also, Mike Mayock, when he was saying to Rich Eisen that his job isn't safe, that, you know, if he doesn't – if they don't play well, make his little playoffs, all this kind of stuff, that, you know, the elephant in the room is his job on the line. And hell, yeah, it is, man. But at the at this point, it's looking pretty safe, right? Like, again, I don't want to get ahead of myself because it's only two games in and it's easy to, like, get super excited and, like, think that, you know, just extrapolate out and, and, and assume that, oh, this is going to continue all year. And obviously – This thing can get crazy, right? Like it's the NFL. And I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but why would I not be excited about the Raiders start? You know, why would Mike Mayock not be excited about the job that he's done uh, working with John and working with Gus and getting the players in that they needed? Why would we not? People always don't like to hear about victory laps, all that kind of stuff. I'll take victory laps all day. I'm not winning anything and not feeling good about it. I'm not going to get delusional, but I'm not going to not feel good. I'm not going to not celebrate it. I'm happy for the Raiders. I'm happy for everybody involved. And for the fans, for us, it's so cool to see. And, and this time, I think, as fans, we can all agree that we're more confident. We're more confident 2-0 team as fans, even. Like, we really believe it this time. Of course, there's the doubters. Of course, there's the negatives. Um, you know, the glass half-empty kind of kind of folks. Hey, you, you are what you are, man. You do what you want. It's up to you. But uh, I'd be excited If I was you guys, I would I wouldn't take a very negative approach to this. I know it's easy to do, but I wouldn't do it. And so I mean, just just you know, really quick recap on the um on the stats. Like Derek Carr had almost 400 passing yards, two two touchdowns last week. Um, again, no no real rushing game to speak of. I mean, Peyton Barber had a little over 30 yards. Like it was it looked terrible. The running game looked terrible. Um, Josh Jacobs not being there was obvious. Five. Receptions across Ruggs, Waller, Renfro, Drake all had five each. Not to mention that the Raiders also got Edwards, Moreau, Snead, Carrier, Ingold. Well, Ingold didn't catch the ball, but all these guys caught passes. All of them. And, and I mean, Foster Moreau had 34 yards and a touchdown. Edwards had 40 yards. Drake had 46 yards. Renfro, 57. Waller, 65. The Steelers limited him. We did talk on the episode last week about if the if the Steelers could limit Darren Waller, they could beat the, they could beat the Raiders. Didn't happen because Ruggs went for 113 yards and a touchdown. Big part of this. Big part of this. They were able to use Foster Moreau to score a touchdown. Raiders' offense proved that without waller performing at a ridiculous clip a ridiculous performance without that only five receptions 65 yards no touchdowns they still were able to win a game in a convincing fashion it's it's important it's important to understand these things man it gives the raiders confidence they say look We can do this. Darren Waller doesn't have to go off every single game for us to win games. Josh Jacobs doesn't have to be playing for us to win every single game. The offensive line doesn't have to be perfect for us to win every single game. It's important for a team to understand. Trayvon Mullen got an interception. Solomon Thomas had two sacks. Guys were flying around. Perriman was getting busy out there. Nate Hobbs. Come on. Can we we talk enough about this guy? Can we talk enough about Nate Hobbs? It doesn't look like a lot when you do if you again when this is what happens when you look at stat sheets, you're like, oh, four tackles, two assists, no sacks, no interceptions, no, no. That's the wrong way to look at this. You can't look at football like that. Um, if you watch that game, Nate Hobbs was crushing it. He was making all the open field tackles. He was making plays that we've been waiting for cornerbacks on this team to make forever. Forever. We've been waiting for that forever. And we got it. We got it in Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs is a certified baller. Rookie season, and he's balling. That kid is going to continue to improve. He's going to be a great part of this defense for years to come. He's legit. That's a a football player right there. That man is for real. He's for real. So overall, again, the defense was flying around, making quick decisions. It looked good. They made things difficult. They were killing Big Ben. I mean just crushing them max crosby a hell of a day again stat sheets don't show it folks you cannot look at stat sheets and expect to understand the game of football you have to watch it max crosby was all over and Gakwe made it through the game another thing that i was concerned about defense was just solid offense solid Derek Carr, damn near perfect what a game. If you're a Raider fan, and you came out of that game and you weren't excited, man, you better go get something checked on you because there's something wrong. There's something wrong. And we're going to talk about it on the, on, the, on the episode. We'll probably record it tomorrow night, maybe release it Thursday night or Friday morning. Um, the preview for the Dolphins game. There's a lot to cover there. There's a lot to cover. And I want to do it so bad this episode, I can't. We have a guest. I want to talk about it. You guys know I like bringing a fan on of the opposing team. So we'll have someone on here to talk with that about. It's just exciting stuff right now for Las Vegas. It's exciting. It's exciting. As a Raider fan, you should be really excited. For fantasy purposes, Henry Ruggs, man. Get him on your teams if he's not already. I had him I have him on my team, so I'm a believer already. I didn't need this. I believe this was coming already. But it's great to see it happen. And now I just now we just need consistency out of it. Kenyon Drake also did, you know, I really wish he would have caught a touchdown or something, but he 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 didn't do enough for him to matter in like fantasy purposes necessarily, you know, less than 50 receiving yards, five catches. It wasn't as great. I I was hoping for more. I was even hoping for more from, from him Russian wise. I thought he would be like a a a little bit of a surprise there. Um, but he wasn't, unfortunately, I really thought he would, you know, we'll, we'll see against the dolphins. This is where it's one of those exciting things. And we'll talk about it again on the preview episode for the game. But when you're talking about fantasy, you're talking about Kenyon Drake coming back uh, against the dolphins, his former team, um, there's gonna be a fire on that man. Yeah, you, know? you know, so he's gonna have a fire lit under him and he's gonna be looking to prove something. And I have a lot of faith in Kenyon Drake this upcoming week. I really do. Um, I expect Derek Carr to keep doing what he's been doing and what we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize for the slight delay in releasing this episode. I meant to do it a couple days ago, but like I said, I was having some, uh, technical issues here with the mic and everything, but we're squared away. We're good. It won't happen again. Well, I can't we can't predict the future, but I'm guessing a high priority. High not high priority. High high probability that it won't happen again. I promise you. Promise. My bad. Sorry, I apologize. Guys, listen, don't forget, follow on Twitter and Instagram at Clock Dodgers. Easier on Twitter, obviously. Where we chop it up a lot more there. So that's where if you want to follow. The game with me, and we talk about it and chop it up. It's a place to be at for me, at Clock Dodgers on Twitter. C-L-O-C-K-D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Just as you would expect. Nothing funny, no weird characters, nothing, you know, you're not looking for nothing, just Clock Dodgers. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed. I appreciate the support as always, man. I can't thank you guys enough. Um, you know, we just started this podcast this season and we're doing, you know, we got a whole bunch of people here already, man. It's great. I love connecting with you guys. Even just through Twitter, it's been popping. (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun with you guys. Make sure you hit subscribe, though. I don't want you guys to miss any episodes. Um, You know that's what we're here for. So hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. They hit your, uh, you know, podcast platforms as soon as I release them. Leave a review if you haven't left a review yet. I I I really appreciate it. Like I said, I always I always mention this because some people don't really you know think it's that big of a deal. But you know, for anyone new that's just looking for Raider content, they don't know. What happens in Vegas. They don't know what's, you know, is this, is a good podcast? Is it a bad podcast? Is it not, you know, is it all right? And your guys's reviews, let them know that because they're going to instantly go straight to the reviews. They're going to say, how many five star reviews, how many five star reviews we got? We need more. I need your help. I really need your help. So if you can go ahead and do that, that'd be great. And, and the review, have fun with it, man. Like, first of all, let me know if you have a Twitter or anything. If I'm not following yet, hit me on there. I'll follow you back Um, again. Like I always say, when you follow on Twitter. Let me know, hey, I'm listening to the podcast, man. I'll, I'll make sure I follow back because I want to chop it up with you guys. Even during the games, if I want to talk to you guys, interact with you guys, You know, have, have have fun with you guys during the game. It's fun. I go crazy on Twitter during the games. <laughs> so I, I, I love chopping it up with Raider fans there. So make sure you follow, subscribe, leave a review. Let's keep growing this bad boy and, and get more of Raider Nation involved because um, we're having a lot of fun. It's a great year, man. It's exciting. You will see, like I said, Late Night Thursday. For sure, Friday, uh, the Dolphins Raiders preview episode. All right, guys, that's it for today. I appreciate you as always. Catch you on the next episode, Friday morning at the latest. All right, guys, we're out. This is the Podcast.